1: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: It's The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert.
2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know my first guest tonight from his stand up comedy specials and his appearances on CBS Sunday morning. He now stars in the new movie, Linoleum. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Pleasure so to much. have you here, Jim Gaffigan. Jim, hey, it's sure. been too long. How are you doing? I'm,
1: uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, uh, you know, that's yeah. how you want, you know, when you have someone on a show, you want them to just come out and complain. <laughs> but I am tired. I'm always yeah. tired. I, uh, and I'm married to a woman who never sleeps. I don't know if you're with a non-sleeper. But she is uh, much more up and the than I am. Yeah, I mean, I, and if you're married, if you're with someone who never sleeps, if you attempt to get rest, you appear selfish. So every night, my wife's like, oh, you're going to bed? And I'm like, it's 3 a.m. She's like, oh, I thought you loved me. I do. Is there something you need to tell me? I'm tired. I'm always tired. And people think I'm hungover. Mm. I've had people like, did you tie one on last night? And I'm like, no, this is just my body trying to stay alive. I've actually become one of those guys that when I'm sitting in a chair and I go to get out of the chair... People around me are like, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. It's like, I have to make a plan. Like, like if I was going to get up right now, I'd have to be like, all right, throw that big head forward and wish for the best. It's, it's brutal. Wow. And, you know, wow. it's, it's no joke. And, you know, recently, uh, my wife was like, we need to find out why you're so tired. And I was like, I think it's you. <laughs> and so she... How'd she take that? She had me call our doctor, who's really our pediatrician. And, uh, and she's an amazing doctor. She had me do one of these at-home sleep studies where I slept with a mask on. Sure. And, and I, uh, di- I dropped it off, and she called two weeks later, and she's like, Jim, we should talk through these results. I'm like, sure. She goes, well, first of all, you have to understand, millions of people suffer from sleep apnea, but you're just a lazy sack. <laughs> I was like, what a relief. There's nothing wrong with me. My body is just a lemon. <laughs> you know, my fantasy is that when I die, they'll discover I had Lyme disease my entire life. <laughs> like, the medical community will gather and be like, he's the most productive Lyme diseaser ever.
2: Everyone, what courage? What courage, they'll right? say. Everyone okay, well, loves Lyme disease. One of the things that, that make Lyme you tired, disease. kids can make you tired. I know you got the, you got the five kids, yeah. which is, these days, is a lot of kids... They must wear you down. How's that uh, going? It's, it's, it was a mistake. It was...
1: Um, all of them or just the last one? I would one? say all of them. No, but it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's,
0: yeah, it's it a lot. Yeah.
1: Five kids and, you know, it's not like... It's not, you know, if I did anything about it now, people would get so upset. <laughs> you know, if I was like, how old's the fetus? 17 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> But it's, uh, five kids is a lot, yeah. and, um, you know, my wife works so hard. She works so hard, and I try to travel as much as I can. Um, like, do your uh, part. You know. do your part, yeah. But, but we do, there is always help. There's a babysitter or a helper, and these people have incredible backstories. Often they've escaped from a country with oppressive regime. You know, they're usually sending money back to help a relative, and after they've worked for us for a month, they always come up and say the same thing. I quit. <laughs> and I'll ask, like, do you do you need more money? And they're like, I'm going back to North Korea. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. place is like a vacation compared to your family.
2: Well, okay. How about vacations? Like, uh, you have the the five kids. When yes. I was a kid, we would just pile everybody into the station wagon with a little mattress in the back, and off we would go playing I yeah. Spy. Are you guys a fun vacation family? Do well, you guys y-
1: do it? You know, it's, I, I'm so lucky because of stand-up comedy. I've been able to take my children amazing places because I'll do a show, and, and it, you, you know, it's just incredible places we've been. And, and during each of these trips, there's usually a moment where I look at my kids, and I think, you know, I could just leave them here. You know? Because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's too hard. It's too hard to travel with kids. That's why every dad... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Every dad on vacation kind of looks like he lost a bet. <laughs> right? I did. Right?
2: I did once. I, my, wife, my wife once planned for us, my boys and I, to learn to mountain climb. Really? At, out, at uh, uh, what's it called, in uh, Jackson, Is uh, Wyoming. Is it called, like, Outward Bound? Or? No, 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 no. It was, it was uh, Exum climbing out wow. there in Jackson. And we got, got a guide and everything, and I'm 800 feet off the deck, hanging like a spider on the side of this wall, roped in, like yeah. reef-knotted into some thing, hammered into a mountain. And this guy, my boys are scampering like mountain goats yeah. up there, and I'm terrified, only like heights. This yeah. guy comes up next to me. He gets tied into the same thing I'm tied into, and he looks at me and he goes... Let me, let me guess. This was your wife's idea. Oh, my God. True story. No. True story. She's at the beach house. Right? She's at the beach house with our daughter. Yeah. No, think that about it. I terrified. Think about it. We've all been on
1: vacation. We've seen that, like, 50-year-old guy, you know, who's just kind of confused. He's just looking around, and he's like, this is my vacation? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not having any fun, you know? It's uh-huh. it's amazing. Amazing. Um, y- did you always want to be a comedian? I, You know, I always wanted to be a comedian and an actor, and but I just... I grew up in a small town in the Midwest. I didn't really... There was no one in the entertainment industry, and it was... Yeah. I mean, the closest... How do you become that? Yeah, yeah. the closest thing was the marching band, and <laughs> I didn't play an instrument, so I was... It was just... VERY, uh, YOU KNOW, IT WAS KIND OF LIKE BEING AN ASTRONAUT. IT WAS JUST A DELUSIONAL IDEA. AND SO, BUT WHEN I REMEMBER WHEN I WAS LIKE PROBABLY 8 YEARS OLD, MY MOM TOOK ME AND MY BROTHER JOE TO uh, A MOVIE, AND THEN AFTERWARDS WE WERE IN THE CHICKEN UNLIMITED, WHICH I THINK IS REALLY A RESTAURANT, AND SHE ASKED US, YOU KNOW, WHAT DO YOU WANT TO BE WHEN YOU GROW UP? MY BROTHER SAID HE WANTED TO BE A HELICOPTER PILOT, AND I SAID I WANTED TO BE AN ACTRESS. So. Good for you. I figured, you know, probably more comedy. Yeah.
3: Up next, Ben Falcone. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time
2: folks, my next guest is an actor, writer, and director. You know best from Bridesmaids and what to expect when you're expecting. He's also a weird dad. Please welcome Ben Falcone. Hi. Now, Hi. Sir, last time we had you on here, was with your lovely wife, Melissa McCarthy. That's true. And, uh,. You guys do uh, a ton of stuff together. Like, you, you, you write, you act, you produce, you direct. That's true. Where do the two of you find time just to, like, be a husband and wife together?
4: Uh, there's only one place left. The car.
2: Because <laughs> oh, you, you have kids, so you can't... We have kids, so,
4: like, when we go home, it's all about the kids, and obviously we love it uh, to death. But uh, if we really want to just, like, chat, uh, we just get in the car and kind of drive around.
2: Oh, that's kind of sweet.
4: Yeah, like sorta of like we're already this eighty year old Midwestern couple, like, let's drive around and talk.
2: <laughs> that's what I think. It's like it's like the old days and say, let's go for a Sunday drive. Yeah. So what are you doing in the car when you're driving or who's driving first of all? Almost always me. Yeah.
4: Um, I'm the man after all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um no, uh she she likes to fuss around, and she's always grabbing stuff, and she can't stop it. You know, mm-hmm. she's poking at me and stuff, uh, which is really fun. And this then, like, you, are
2: you like, are you like working on stuff together in the car?
4: Inevitably, or? what it's actually really fun because uh, that's when we have our best ideas. She'll like. Say, what if we tried this? Or what, are we, what about this? And then we, of course, don't have any materials like a professional would have. Like, so we end up, you know, she's writing it on a Starbucks napkin that then later my kid uses and, like, sneezes into. And I'm like, I need that thing. And then you're like, oh, oh, God, oh, no. Um, so, yeah, that's our, that's our creative uh, process.
2: Well, how does it feel to be the only person that I know of who uh, regularly makes out with Sean Spicer. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty sexy, man. <laughs> it's pretty
4: sexy. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> bring a little bit of spice into your bedroom, I guess. Um, that's nice. She's uh, she's she's pretty no matter which way it is. Uh, but I I remember uh, kissing her and I'm like, okay, you're you're not the press secretary, you're. My wife. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Though I bet he could use a little bit of tenderness too right now.
4: <laughs> perhaps so. Perhaps.
2: Now I found out. This always gets me excited when I find this out about a guest. It turns out that you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, I'm books, a huge books. Yeah. I mean, the movies are fantastic. Movies are obviously, great too, but um, I mean, yeah.
4: you were quoting something earlier, and I was like, uh, mm-hmm. you go so deep uh, that I'm like, well, I'm not sure. But I mean, I've been reading them since I was 10 years old. Well, what did you start with? I started with The Hobbit, sure, you know, just did yeah. the entryway, mm-hmm. entry level. And then I started, I would, I've read probably each book um, 10 times.
2: Wow. Yeah. Is there a time of year when you tend to do it again? Like, I find... Oh, that-
4: I, uh, well, it, it, other people have traditions like, uh, you know, I, that's my Christmas movie. So during Christmas, like, other people watch It's a Wonderful Life, and I watch uh, The Lord of the Rings. I'm like, <laughs> let's oh, get right. Sauron, kill him! Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, Frodo is George Bailey. Sauron is Mr. Potter.
4: Oh my gosh!
2: Yes. Bert and Ernie are, are Merry and Pippin. Uh, Clarence is Gandalf. It, course, all well, Clarence it all has has to works. It all works perfectly. Yeah. 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 Do you have wow. a favor, favorite chapter from any of the books?
4: Favorite chapter? I mean, you know, anything from the Two Towers.
2: The, oh all really? The, all the
4: battling. Yeah. Any, any of that? Helm's I'd go with deep. the
2: Uruk eye Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah.
4: anyone else know what we're talking about? I wonder. <laughs>
2: Shadow of the Past for me, Shadow of the Past or uh, Council Velron. Those are the two biggies. Okay. I can listen to those any number of times. Yeah.
4: Listen to them. Like, do you listen to them in uh, the audio tape? I go
2: to sleep listening to it at night. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not yes. joking. Yeah. Oh. No. I, instead of doing drugs, I listen. <laughs> I listen. I listen to the Lord of the Rings on tape, going to sleep at night.
4: I never even thought of the audio book.
2: Oh, it's a whole new world, my friend. <laughs> This Come over to the dark side. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it's it. It's incredible. Um, now you got a new book here. Speaking of, yeah. is this available on audio tape? Yeah, Okay, or tape, audiobook. whatever. Audio book. It's uh, being a dad is weird. Okay, <laughs> I, I I agree with that. In what way is being a dad weird to you?
4: Well, um, pretty much every single way <laughs> way it could be. I mean, it's it's the best thing you can do. It's the most wonderful thing I've ever done. Um, but. You find yourself in a role you've never been in before, and you find yourself doing things you've never done before. And, like, I do know that uh, recently I I thought I'd missed it. I thought I would never do it. And then suddenly, about a year ago, I started telling dad jokes. <laughs> Full-on dad jokes. It just comes out of it you. It just without comes planning. out. like, And it's just like a pun or something, just the worst crummy pun. You know, like, it's warm in the room, and my kid is eating toast, and I'm like, <laughs> kind of toasty in here, huh? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, that's awful. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened.
2: But being a dad is weird because you are in a position of like, you're an authority figure. Yeah. And what the hell do you know? I don't know. If my kids are watching this, I know a lot. Uh, Well, what happens when they, they come to you with questions? What do you do if you don't know the answer?
4: I deflect. Mommy's right over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, no, I, I I just do my best like anybody yeah. would, you know. And a just lie. Li-
2: <laughs> they don't know. If they they don't, don't know at all. They
4: don't know uh-huh. what they don't know won't hurt them.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Um, no, I uh, I tell as much of the truth as I am able, and then I make the rest up.
2: You know, Trump is looking for a new press secretary. <laughs> <laughs> so much for being here. Great to see you. The book is Being a Dad is Weird. It's available now. Ben Popton, everybody.
0: Coming up, comedian Tom Papa. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all late show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at paramountshop.com.
2: Folks, my next guest is a stand up comedian who just published his first book, Your Dad Stole My Rake. Please welcome Tom Papa. Well, aren't you the timely one father's day is this sunday yes and your new book is your dad stole my rake what a perfect <laughs> gift for dad <laughs> yeah you're a dad now because you speak from a position of experience you've got how many kids two i've got two
0: okay two daughters yes and oh, uh nice. they are beautiful they are beautiful and uh, i haven't seen them in weeks but <laughs> well i got books to sell Right. But I'm going to, uh, I'll go home on Father's Day and, Are you uh, is and it we'll a big, hang out. Is it a big uh, thing in your house? Um, I don't really know. It's not really up to me. It's, uh, they're in charge. I have no authority in my home. Just on Father's Day or? No, pretty much every day. Okay. I, uh, I spoiled them. Not like my father. My father was tough. And he was a hard, you know, he didn't do anything that kids wanted to do. He just did what old men wanted to do. And uh, that is not how it works in my house. I have to take my kids for ice cream three times a week. Yeah, you should see the entitlement. I've spoiled them. I've made them into monsters. With the samples, 12 year old girls and their friends with the samples. <makes noise> no. <makes noise> no college kid sweating his ass off back there trying to. <makes noise> no. My father took us out for ice cream once. He said, Everyone gets one scoop of vanilla, no cone, put out your hands. Wow.
2: Do, are you, do you, now, uh, do you want something for Father's Day? What is what? Like, what are you hoping? Because if you say it now, if you say now what you want, they've got a they've got a great hint, and you might
0: get it. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. You don't want anything. No father wants anything. No father wants anything. What camera can I look in? No father <laughs> wants anything. No more presents for Dad. Or my book could be the last present for Dad that's it that's my gift to you a father does not need presents there's no don't your dad does not want you running around the mall buying mini helicopters (laughs) shirts he's not going to wear dad is there he wants to see your face and that's it he has everything he needs think of your dad like a clam (laughs) he's there you wouldn't buy a clam a sweater (laughs) he won't wear it neither will your father father's day is a tough time to get a sweater too because it's in june yeah that would be a horrible gift but you run out of other ideas for him this is a man that is just he's like the couch it is our job to be there and be consistent mom changes changes her hair changing all the time kids change they grow they're changing dad stays the same walks into the kitchen in the same shirt little hair sticking up in the back makes a goofy joke "Ah." that's it Imagine, Stephen, if you came into the kitchen one morning with black lipstick and told everyone you're going goth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Freak out! Everyone would freak out. freak out. The People whole would corporation
0: out. would crumble.
2: Well, what uh, summer here so now? Your kids, young are they in school? Like they're the kinds they have the summer off at this point. They're still pretty young. They're the kind of children that have off. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> when they grow up, they don't. They have to work. But they. That's true. Okay, so no, they're still. So low. they're around. That's fun. That's what Dad wants. Just the kids around. You guys go on vacation or anything like that? Like.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's time for family vacations. Yes. Uh, it is a uh, horrible thing. It is. <laughs> It is a, uh, it is a, a gut-wrenching, uh, soul-crushing, sticky affair. But you have to go. You have to do it. And sticky because... Because you are going to, you're going to uh, buy things that you don't want to buy. You're going to stand in line for things you do not like. You're going to buy food for people who do not eat. You're going to stand in theme parks and eat things on a stick. You're going to wear a bathing suit all day long in public <laughs> you're going to swim next to people who normally you would cross the street to avoid that's why you're sticky i, I understand but you have to go you sure. have to go right you're you have absolutely-
2: bad parent if you don't take your kids right you have to go it's now what important. about but after it's over you're exhausted
0: right yeah, you need a vacation from the vacation. Yes, well, of course. I mean, but it's, it's more upsetting for the children than it is even for us at first. I mean, think of... You, you don't know your parents that well when you're a little kid. Now you're in a hotel room really close to them. It's very... Up- I remember sitting on the hotel bed waiting for my father to come out of the bathroom, thinking, what is he doing in there? Why is he taking so long? What are those noises? It sounded like a polar bear rummaging through a dumpster filled with balloons. <laughs> and then... True. That's, it sounds That's like.
2: true. That's what it sounds like.
0: And then he comes yeah. out and gives that dad line, I wouldn't go in there if I were you. <laughs> but what can you do? You're a child. There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> So I remember standing in the bathroom within, in water trying to brush my teeth and hold my breath at the same time. <laughs> but you have to take them. You have to go. Yes. But you're right. At the end, I do feel a little uh, exhausted. And I think that's when you have to circle back uh, and go with your wife or your husband. And you have to leave. The two of you. And It's serious. You have to go out and do things on your own. After the vacation, you have to be alone together. Yes, at some point. Because you're the people that started this whole thing. And, and you, you might forget. have second
2: thoughts. You might have second thoughts after you've spent time with your children. Yeah,
0: that's right. You're like, what have we done?
2: This is a horrible thing so we how, did. how do you repair the damage from the vacation?
0: Anything, anything. Anything works. Just get out of the house, the two of you, alone. And uh, we even... You know, it doesn't have to be something fancy. You don't have to spend a lot of money. We, my wife once, the two of us, got in our minivan, and we left, and we got tired. We didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> we didn't even want to go to dinner. We just, literally, I'm not kidding, we opened the garage door crept back in with the minivan shut the door and just hung out there you turned the car off right I have no way of
2: knowing that (laughs) well Tom thanks for being here the book is Your Dad Stole My Rake It's Perfect for Father's Day Tom Papa everybody we'll be right back thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives.
0: Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job uh, is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town. And they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You are going want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd. Exclusively on Paramount+.